0: Music may not be the food of love, but it certainly is the food of anonymous sex in hotel swimming pools. The Guns and Radio Podcast! Turn it up, people.
1: What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Guns and Radio Podcast. I am one of your two hosts, Dustin Bones, and I'm over here with the American Dream, who is from Canada, Chris, <laughs> Chris Caputo.
0: Oh, what's up, buddy? Trying to do a Dusty Rhodes, that's terrible.
1: (laughs) Living here, baby, I'm funky like a monkey.
0: Oh, from hard times, baby.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Got them hard time blues, and you know what else? (laughs) Speaking of the hard time blues, that segues into our episode today perfectly, because we're going to be talking about a song that was originally called The Blues. Our episode today is Street of Dreams from Chinese Democracy. We've been getting hit like hell with these Chidem songs on the lottery
0: yeah I don't know man this lottery says we just gotta get over with this shit <laughs> yeah, with.
1: <laughs> I'm still surprised that none of the wild card songs have come up yet, but we're only six in, so I guess yeah that surprisingly. Is, we may have to intervene eventually if we get through if we get all the way through at like two albums and none of these random weird ass songs that we've thrown in there have come up. We're gonna have to intervene because we can't have our last several episodes just being songs that nobody probably even knows Guns N' Roses ever played.
0: So yeah, I'm surprised we haven't hit any of the leaks yet. With like I know. now that I think they're pretty much almost done now.
1: Yeah, uh, what was it that leaked? Uh, disc number two from the Village Sessions.
0: Yeah, it was rough mix number two. Well, as of this recording, it just leaked like a couple days ago. It was like the final disc from everything.
1: Okay, so it's all out there. Uh, Everything from Zutas Locker has leaked. We've heard it now. Uh, I mean, we got a few new songs out of it, so I can't complain. Most of it's instrumentals, and even the instrumentals are pretty good. Damn right. I mean, to me, it's not a song unless you can drive down the road and sing along to it. That's true. But, uh, hey, I do know a guy that sounds just like Axl Rose, as I hope you guys heard in the last episode. As we're recording this, that interview has not taken place yet. <laughs> it's so <laughs> out of whack how these last couple of episodes are getting recorded.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is the way shit goes here at Guns and Radio, so can't complain.
1: I mean, it's chaotic, it's, uh, it's crazy, but goddamn, we have a great time with it.
0: Yeah. It feels like oh. it's 92 all over again.
1: <laughs> it's all over the place. At least it doesn't feel like right. some weird year like 99 where nothing at all was
0: going on. Yeah, except oh my god.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. I forgot about oh my god. Oh, Back yeah. in that's the day. almost 20 years. When... Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it has been 20 years, hasn't it?
0: Uh, well no i believe last week or our, our friend our buddy there dan from What's the famicom actually oh, yeah. brought that up to us yeah in a few weeks i think the beginning of november he said it's gonna be 20 years of oh my god
1: nice nice well uh hopefully that comes up in the lottery let us know do you want us to just say fuck the lottery and do oh my god on the uh, 20th anniversary
0: Yeah, the week of or week after. We'll get somewhere around there.
1: Yeah, we never can tell how we record this (laughs) show. We're usually two (laughs) weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. uh, I I don't want to say behind, but ahead. Yeah. like We've got a nice little cushion there. Two weeks is a good cushion for shit might happen. And we're not really a news-centered show anyway. I feel like Appetite for Distortion and GNR Central have that covered. I mean Pretty we much, talk yeah. about the news and we kind of give our thoughts oh, yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean I feel like we're more of a we're we're definitely more of a track inspired podcast.
0: Yeah. Than a we're like a pot episode. of thunder mixed with those other ones, I'd say.
1: Damn right. Oh, and Pot of Thunder followed us on Twitter.
0: Shout out to them, thank you.
1: Yes. That was cool. That's been one of the coolest experiences, and Matt, what a great show we had last week! I just want to say,
0: oh, I've had so much fun. Guys, shout out again, uh, Dan from what, the Famicom for joining us. He's a hell of a hell of a friend of ours.
1: He blended in to this show seamlessly. Like so well, you would, if if you didn't listen, if you didn't listen to the show regularly, and we didn't tell you we had a guest or anything like that, and we would have just started the show. I feel like everybody would have just thought this was the normal cast. Because he yeah. just fit right in with uh, what we did. Hope to have him back in the future. Anyway, let's get into uh, to what we've got planned for the event today. Uh, the first thing we're going to do, we got a little bit of housekeeping we need to take care of. Uh, from last week's episode. So, uh, I was just kidding. One on Discord asked if we would be doing... A comparison for knocking on Heaven's door between Slash and Buckethead, like we were doing on the Chai Dem songs. And the answer to the question, the short answer, is uh, no, we never had any intention on doing any of this with any of the Chai Dem songs or anything but the Chai Dem songs. But as a listener of the show, ask and you shall receive.
0: Let's do it. Right. I'm ready.
1: Uh, here we're going to start out with the album version with Slash slash the video. So there was Slash's entry into this what do you call this? A battle? Guitar battle?
0: Yeah, this is I guess the round three of our Buckethead versus Slash bowl.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Um and I'm getting Bucketheads queued up. Let me find the marker. It's at three fifty seven. And this is Buckethead from Rock and Rock in Rio. (laughs) No. <laughs> So a little bit slower than uh, than the Slash version. Not as long, I don't think either.
0: Yeah, that was the whole 102 era where they like, oh, we're gonna play it more to like the original. And it was like very slow paced. It was like they're taking their time with it. It was more earlier in the set instead of later on.
1: Yeah, uh, I think for me, Slash may have won this one.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with that. Just because I don't know, maybe we've listened to it so many times, I feel like it's it holds up more than Bucketheads. Buckethead a good version, but like if we're comparing like if they played a more like you know, like the illusion style, we could have probably more of a tighter battle, I think, with this one.
1: But I mean it's not really a, it's not really a fair comparison. I mean they don't really sound that much different. He didn't really bring anything unexpected to it or you know, I mean, he kind of put his—I wouldn't even say he put his own little spin on it. He played the solo in his style, the way he would play it, because he's fucking Buckethead, you know.
0: Um, yeah, and he's a fucking kook.
1: <laughs> fucking nobody would put up with it. I can't believe they put up with the. You know what? We'll talk about that and as we as we go on. So <laughs> uh, the
0: just, egos that pass through.
1: <laughs> just think, when we're listening to this beautiful love song here in a minute called "Street of Dreams." This amazing track. uh, Very well written lyrically and everything. Um, When we get to some of these beautiful guitar solos, just remember they were written in a chicken coop full of dog shit.
0: And hardcore (laughs) porn.
1: With hardcore porn playing in the background. (laughs) Uh, What else is there to talk about? Let's see. In other news, "Sweet Child of Mine" is almost at one billion views on YouTube. And didn't you tell it's, me that there's another video? I didn't yeah. know but that's already there.
0: November Rain. I remember last year there was a big like uh, social media like thing to get that to a billion views. As of right now, I think it's like one point two or like one point three billion. And it was like the first video from the '90s to a billion views on YouTube.
1: That's 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 in itself as an accomplishment. Huge. Um, so we'll be keeping an eye on that. Uh, maybe, uh, might be a good idea to pull uh sweet child pretty soon. If it does hit a billion Yeah, and, uh, when? plan on like a special edition or something, we'll discuss that later. I don't want to put you on the spot on the air.
0: Yeah. We got to cover some more appetite know. stuff anyways.
1: Yeah. Let us know what you guys think. If you're listening to it, give us your opinion on uh what we should do there uh i mean it might come up sooner
0: we'll see who knows the lethal lottery could uh pick its hand and uh give us something good maybe who knows
1: yeah i mean it sure did today i'm really looking forward to, uh, to playing this track because i've got so many memories tied to it uh oh
0: so many okay. i love the song
1: oh yeah me too i'm probably gonna try to avoid stopping and starting a lot through it because we seem to had have, have had some success with uh, with this, do you want to listen? Uh, put you on the spot real quick. Should we play the album version or the Rock and Rio three version?
0: Ooh, why don't we do both? Because there's like a good comparison there. Um,
1: let's let's uh, okay, fuck it. Why not? I have nowhere to be.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, or else this episode would be done in about five minutes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we just won't. And start we don't want that, stop, man. Yeah, we'll try to avoid starting and stopping a lot.
0: Yeah, look we'll at like a running commentary. Yeah, I mean that's the sense.
1: only way we're gonna get past the copyright.
0: Yeah, consensus. pretty much.
1: I mean, who wants who wants to download illegally a song from a podcast with us talking all through it?
0: Yeah, like really.
1: And if you do, hey, props to you. You know what? We've got five other, we got five more of these episodes <laughs> that you should download.
0: <laughs> Which millennial. I was looking
1: at the numbers earlier because I send Caputo our numbers every uh, every week uh, just to keep yeah. him up to speed with what's going on. I'm pleased with these numbers. Welcome to the Jungle is definitely our most popular episode, but it's also the most mainstream Guns N' Roses song that we've done yeah, so far.
0: Yeah, so far we've done, yeah.
1: I mean, Heaven's Door hasn't come out yet at the time that we're recording this, so we'll yeah. see, but...
0: I'm hoping it does pull some huge numbers.
1: I do too, man, because it'll be nice to... I don't. I mean, I mean it's not going to catch up, I don't think, with Welcome to the Jungle, because it's been out for over a month. you got to remember, everybody's not listening at the same time, everybody's not downloading it at the same time.
0: That's true, it's true.
1: But uh, it's funny, because you look at Welcome to the Jungle... And it's this huge number, and then everything else is still, in my opinion, a satisfactory number.
0: Yeah. It's catching up there, though. Slowly totally but oh, surely. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. And, um, let's see. What else is there to talk about? Locomotive came back in Wichita this weekend.
0: Yeah, the first time in, what, 20? Over 20 years. 20 something. Oh. I don't know the exact number.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll give my thoughts. On Locomotive, I don't want to piss anybody off quite yet. (laughs) Locomotive is in our list. I'll talk about Locomotive and give my thoughts on the song itself in detail in a future episode. I am glad that they're kind of breaking that out. I really want to see Dead Horse come back.
0: Oh, I'd love that. That's a good song.
1: Yeah, I love that song. Um, It is on the alt set list. And so was Hard School. But the reason I'm not getting so excited about Hard School being on the alternate set list is because uh, Going Down was also on the alternate set list in yeah. 2011.
0: Yeah. I feel like Team Brazil just trolls the fucking fans. And it's like, oh, we're going to just throw random fucking songs on there. Like, oh, Didn't they're going to
1: play this. about Going Down before 11.
0: Yeah, didn't it leak around that time? Or even before that?
1: No, it didn't leak, I don't think, till 2012
0: or 2013, maybe. Oh, okay, never mind. It, uh-huh. I think
1: it actually leaked. Uh, you know what? It was 2013, because here's how I remember. Um, Tommy Stinson had a solo. Uh, the last time I was at the last show that uh, the lineup of Bumblefoot DJ Tommy... Uh, was together and, and, and Pittman. And, uh, that was in Las Vegas and going down it just leaked. And, uh, every time, and Tommy was getting ready to do his solo. And, uh, we are, and it was the last show and we're all screaming, going down, play, going down, play, go- <laughs> play it! you know, <laughs> you know, like we're all screaming. <laughs> and then the lights come up and Tommy looks right at us and starts his song. And his song was, You can't always get what you want.
0: (laughs) I'm fucking apropos.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But we were right in the front row, and I know Tommy was looking right. I don't know if he's going to be egotistical and say he was looking right (laughs) at us. But he sure was looking in our direction when he started those (laughs)
0: letters. This one's for you, motherfuckers. (laughs)
1: Yeah. But I love Tommy, and I recommend Village Gorilla Head. Uh, I kind of thought about putting Motivation on here. But then yeah. I thought, well, if I put that song on here, then I'll have to put all of the Bumblefoot songs, and uh, at, which I wouldn't mind. Uh, the songs I heard Bumblefoot play live uh, with Guns N' Roses, besides, of course, the Pink Panther, was uh, uh, So Glad to Be Here. Mm-hmm. Objectify.
0: Objectify. No, no.
1: And, uh, what was the. Last? Abnormal.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And if you've heard those songs, they are damn good songs. Indeed. And, uh, I don't care what anybody says. A lot of people shit on Bumblefoot, and I don't understand why, because he's such a good guitarist. I guess because he's not Buckethead it's or like, Robin Fink. Yeah. But, I mean, he's still really good, though. Like, how could you like not enjoy like if you listen to any of his albums he's got so many good songs he's got normal life inside your ass fucking Mm. uh the three i just mentioned little brother is watching like he's got a ton american rock and roll of of great songs just on his own and uh I keep wanting to go see him live, but I don't want to see... What's his new band? Sons of Apollo.
0: Sons of Apollo, and there's like Art of Anarchy. He's in two Art side of projects.
1: I, I, I really don't. I, I guess it's Art of Anarchy. I don't give a fuck about Scott Sapp or anybody else in that band.
0: I mean, the stuff's not them. bad. Uh, do what? It's not bad. Like i listened to a few of the stuff. It's not bad. It's decent. I mean,
1: I may check it out, but just know... <laughs> just know, people... If I listen to your band, like they're listening to this fucking podcast right now. If I listen to your band, Scott said, yeah, we know you're listening. If, if I listen to your band, it's only, and I mean only, because of Ron fucking Tall and because I'm such a fan of his. That's it. I will check it out. I'll try to do that this week. Maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode when we're killing time and got to figure out something else to talk
0: about. Oh yeah, death because I'm not. I always get those two confused because one of them, one of those like bands, sounds like fucking Dream Theater on steroids. And the other one's like very like sounds like classic rock kind of with like more a new age kind of sound. But they're both pretty good. Some of the handful that's... of songs I listen to.
1: To me, I would if I'm gonna go. And pay my money to see Bumble again. I would much rather hear him play his songs. Because yeah, those like are the set. songs I like. I like Abnormal. I like So Glad to Be Here. I like Fucking Objectify. I like Little Brother is Watching. I like those songs. I haven't heard the others. So. That's just me. And I watch uh, Bumblefoot's website religiously and just pray he's going to be in St. Louis. Because <laughs> if he'll ever get his close... I don't care what he's doing. It could be a guitar workshop show. I'm going to go see it because it's Bumblefoot. I can't even play guitar. I'm a bass player. I can't even play guitar. <laughs> I'll go... Uh, wouldn't it be some shit to learn that abnormal intro on a uh, bass? But I'll go just because it's Bumblefoot. I'm a big fan of his. He's and he's such a great fucking guy. Like he's like the nicest guy in the world.
0: Yeah, from what I've heard, like other like fans have interacted with him, says like he's a he's a stand-up dude.
1: Oh, he definitely is. Um, the only reason I got to meet him, well, I got to meet him because I. Found his hotel one time. That's a whole. Other, that's a story for a whole other episode. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, I just totally found his hotel. I didn't stock his life. What?
1: <laughs> no, no. Uh, now I will say this: he couldn't have been too mad at me because he and I played slots together in Vegas.
0: Oh, very for nice. Like an
1: hour, and I only put like I came over to talk to him, and I was like, "Hey, man," I was like, um, "You mind if I sit down for a second?" I was like, I'm literally just going to play, like, two of these just so I can say I played slots with you in Vegas. But <laughs> that was my intention <laughs> was just do it just enough so I could tell the story. Like, you know, I played slots with Bumblefoot in Vegas and, you know, not really <laughs> el- el- uh, you know, uh, elaborate too much on it. Yeah. But he got to talking to me and shit, and uh, which is a funny story because he goes uh, – Oh, man, like, he was so excited to tell me about this because it's so funny. I'm not making fun of his accent. It's just the way he talks when I tell the story. But he's like, oh, man, dude, check this out. (laughs) And uh, He's like, you see those slots over there? He's like, you don't want to play on those. Those cost a dollar. He's like, but, dude, these slots are only a penny. And as long as we're sitting here, we get to drink for free. (laughs) And then... And like, I, like, I've like i never been poor before in, in a casino. <laughs> like, he thought this, like, like, the way he told it to me, he thought this was the most amazing thing in the world. And then he goes, dude, I've been drinking on the same $20 since I got here. And that was at the uh, 2012. Um, it was the last two nights. It was actually the last three nights of the residency because he had the night off the night that I played slots with him. And uh, But he thought it was the most amazing thing in the world, as long as he sat here and kept putting pennies in this machine that he got to drink for free. <laughs> Dude, I put 20 bucks in the machine when I first got here, and I've been drinking on the same $20. And we hung out with Ron so long that I, it, it, it quit being like we're hanging out with the guy that plays guitar for Guns N' Roses. And it became, oh, cool, here comes Ron. <laughs> like, we got go. real familiar in those couple of days.
0: It's um, one of the boys... Yeah,
1: but uh, it hit me at that moment and I was just sitting there thinking to myself, I cannot believe I'm sitting here in a casino with the lead guitarist for Guns N' Roses and he's teaching me how to be cheap in a casino like I've never been poor
0: before.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey bro, I got this Poe thing. (laughs) (laughs) I've been doing this broke life for years. But no, obviously I didn't say that, but it but that struck me as really funny that <clears throat> that he got so excited about that. And I met his wife that night. She was with him. And uh she was also really nice to me. And that was cool.
0: That was really cool, man. I feel kind like I'm
1: forgetting something. Ooh. Let's see. They played locomotive in Wichita. Yeah. Seems like something else happened in Wichita I should probably talk about.
0: Oh, gee.
1: What could that have been?
0: I don't know. It's been all over fucking rock sites for the last two days, three days.
1: Let me think. What am I forgetting? Okay. Listen, man. At the time of this recording for the last two like you said, about two days. My phone has been blowing the fuck up. <laughs> with people asking me what the fuck happened in Wichita. With a certain Guns N' Roses fan, who used to be one of my best friends. And now, uh, I don't think people know that we don't... that. I didn't make a big announcement. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't on the news when our friendship got broken off. Yeah. So I guess people just don't know. And I'm not trying to trash the guy or nothing like that. But then this shit happened and everybody's asking me about it. And since it's on all of these reputable news websites, I feel like, we should also discuss what happened and i've made a very strict rule not to say his name on this show just out of trying to salvage any kind of what's the word i'm looking for respect that
0: maybe or like eh, just, i guess so i can't really think of any other word for it I mean,
1: It's definitely not an ill-willed thing, not mentioning his name with all of the stuff that's been going on. But obviously I'm talking about, and this is the one and only time, I'm talking about Rick and him getting banned, uh, apparently for life, as of the moment of this recording. uh, Apparently so, yeah. Fucking good luck enforcing that, (laughs) especially if you know him. (laughs) Um, And uh, everybody's been asking me what happened. So now I'm going to tell you all, in my own words, exactly what happened, okay? Let's hear it out. So listen up, people, and stop calling and texting me. Here is your answer. I don't fucking know. It wasn't even there.
0: <laughs> <That> <laughs> it's is, simple as that.
1: <laughs> that is your fucking answer. How the fuck should I know what the hell happened? There's a video on it. He did an interview on a radio show about it. Uh, there's like 900 goddamn Mars. A friend of mine sent me a goddamn article about this in goddamn Portuguese today. <laughs> An hour before we went on the stage, uh, uh, not on the stage, but on, uh, on the air, a friend of mine sent me an article in goddamn Portuguese, and Amen. I was like, what the fuck's up with this? And my first reaction was, you couldn't find one in English like everybody else did? Like, and this was one of my best friends.
0: Yeah, and I've been, been posted in English, this shit.
1: <laughs> I was like, dude, why the fuck are you even reading shit in Portuguese? How the
0: fuck you-? you? heard of Alt Nation, Loudwire? <laughs>
1: I'll tell you what it was. Hang on. Because I am, I am telling 100% the truth. And this was a genuine text message. Because Louder Than Life just announced that the Metallica is going to headline next year. And that's oh, what I had initially texted him about. And uh, he responded with a link to this article. <laughs> it was from... Oh, sorry. Guns N' Roses News on Facebook. Well, that was anticlimactic. <laughs> what was it translated from? It don't tell me. It just says rate this trans translation. But yeah, I don't know what happened to Rick. I don't have a clue. I have not spoken to Rick in since two thousand and let's see when was i when did I get married two thousand and thirteen about two weeks before my wedding wow was the last time I spoke to him literally and before anybody says anything It doesn't have anything to do with the band it, It's it's not anything I'm going to talk about What happened I'm not going to discuss that If you ask me personally I'm still not going to tell you It's between me and him I don't even think he knows what he did Because I didn't even tell him uh, Which was kind of shitty I mean I should have been more like Yo bro that was fucked up But I wasn't I just took the non-confrontational approach It was just done At that point, I was was done. Um, I don't have any ill will toward him or his family. Uh, In my opinion, um, knowing what little bit I actually know. I know the same (laughs) things that you guys know. I read the same articles you read. I've been following the same leak story that you've all been following. And... Literally, I don't have any more information than you do. Is he telling the truth about what's going on? Is he not? I don't know. Uh, Did he even get banned or did something else happen? I don't know. I really don't. Um, If everything is to be taken at face value and everything, let's just assume everything's true and everything happened exactly as it's been laid out. Then, here's my thing. The band, let's just say, I don't think Rick is the chairman, by the way. I don't think Rick's been leaking this stuff. Oh, This no. is why no. I say that. Because if Rick did it, we would know Rick did it. <laughs> like, oh, totally.
0: We need to be we on the next it. episode of Appetite for Distortion be talking yeah. to us about this
1: he would put his name over all of it and make sure everybody knows he did it yeah so, like the
0: house of blue shit
1: yeah like i don't think he did it i could be wrong i've been wrong in the past and it has happened um but i just don't think i don't think he did it um of course there was you know there's there's evidence on both sides of this argument with the phone call and the other stuff that leaked and all that other shit. But to me, and just from what I've gathered, because I've also not really, I mean, I've been checking out them leaks when they come up, I mean, like any other red blooded Guns N' Roses fan that knows that this is going on. I've Can't been checking it. them out. But personally, I don't give a damn who's leaking them. It could be Chris Goose fucking Pittman, and I wouldn't give a shit. It could turn out Elvis came back to life and started leaking Guns N' Roses songs, and I wouldn't give a shit, as long as we got telling. See if you can get your hands on the general. <laughs>
0: like, yeah, we've been waiting for that since fucking 2010.
1: I don't think it exists. Anyway. That's
0: my theory, too. Like, I think it's under a different title. Mm-hmm. There's like 74 titles for all these fucking songs. Cause like even I remember hearing an interview with brain and he's like, yeah, we just named this shit random stuff. Like the general's named because they're eating general towel chicken. <laughs> so they probably yeah. renamed it afterwards. There's probably the working title that changed to something else that changed it to something else.
1: And how come they use that, that, that orchestral track that was at the beginning of a show that everybody calls the general. I just don't think that's it. When Axel said in an interview, he like, you may have heard some of it somewhere before. He's probably he's probably fucking with you because it's probably like oh my god or some shit <laughs> like
0: yeah. Like, this is I the manager think. management troll's heart for sure. I think
1: I, I don't know, but anyway, um, this is my thing on it. this is my outlook on the the Rick Band situation. If. <sighs> I'm just going to assume, I'm going to give Team Brazil the benefit of the doubt and just assume that they've got some piece of evidence that the rest of us don't have, because if they did, we sure wouldn't fucking know it, that conclusively proves that Rick is the one who is behind all of these leaks. So he's done, I wouldn't say millions, but... Because, I mean, let's face it, these fucking tracks weren't ever coming out anyway.
0: Yeah. And if
1: they do, who gives a fuck that you got an instrumental to a goddamn song that we're going to release in, like, what, six, seven years, if at all?
0: It probably Um, wouldn't ever be released until, you know, inevitable things have happened, which we all know is, you know, the passing of Axl Rose. Knock on wood.
1: Hope that never happens, but it will. I know it. All, all of our heroes die eventually. Yep. But your response to him costing you this money for these songs that you've had like... 1999 was 20 fucking years ago.
0: Yeah. You're telling me fun. in
1: 20 years. 20 fucking years. Do you know how much I've done in the last 20 years? Fuck I bought a house I mean, on a fucking minimum wage budget. You can't you're telling me that you couldn't release a goddamn song in 20 years. Uh I don't think he did that much damage. And even if he did, he's re- he's leaked versions of them that were never gonna come out anyway.
0: Yeah, pretty much
1: because the version that we're going to get is going to have Slash and Duff dubbed into it and maybe even re-recorded vocals if that ever happens
0: that would be interesting
1: and some of them, if we do get them we're going to have Slash and Duff dubbed it, with vocals recorded for the first time who gives a damn that some, and you know what else they could have done? they could have just said we don't know anything about this We can promise you that this is not real. Yeah. And a good 50% of this shit would have been stuffed out right then. Mm -hmm. So I don't think he did anything. I mean, I don't know everybody's side. But just from where I'm sitting from the outside looking in, it looks to me like I don't think he really did that much. So your answer for the money he supposedly cost you is, you gonna stop taking his money?
0: No. Yeah, after he's been to over thirty junior shows.
1: <laughs> oh, that's not all, dude. I've seen how much money he spent. You know what? That's that's a whole. <laughs> that's oh, that's, that's a personal conversation. Not even going into that. I'm not even going into that. Let's Holy. just say this man has dropped some cash on this band.
0: Over oh, the just year. on getting the friggin' uh, House of Blues, plus even apparently getting these CDs, which he said in that phone interview, that radio interview, that I'm like not- him and two other guys paid fifty Gs for that.
1: I'm talking about the legal shit he bought. The shit he's bought directly from them. Like Oh my god. <laughs> this guy uh, and maybe it's just that I've been in the. Re- I I I come from the wrestling business, and the number one rule of the wrestling business is: is you never let any money slip past you. Oh hell no! <laughs> and that's against my religion <laughs> to let some money get past. And I know that they don't need his money. But, but, but how is the solution gonna be to stop taking his money? I get that you're pissed off. I get that like, you know, the guy that probably banned him, not gonna name any names because I don't know. But I get that the guy that's probably behind the ban has done a lot for him and probably personally feels attacked and fucked over.
0: Yeah, I We've could all say. been there. Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean, that's personal. That has nothing to do with fucking business. Mm-hmm. And in business, if somebody, especially the entertainment business, if somebody wants to give you money, you take that shit. Like, take his fucking money.
0: Let yeah, like, go aren't you shit. here to make a profit? Do what? Aren't you here to make a profit? I mean, like Guns N' Roses made enough money on this fucking cash grab reunion tour, make some fucking more while you're at it.
1: I mean, all they would have had to do when the le- when the when the news of this fucking locker situation first got out and one or two songs leaked, it wouldn't have been shit for them to just drop a box set or something. And yeah. Make a quick cash grab of their own. Be like, you know, all that stuff that's that 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 allegedly leaked. Well, you're right; it leaked, and we got it here. It is finally found after all of these years. You you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Good Pretend business. Like they should have done something. It and that yeah.
1: you recovered it.
0: <laughs> Spin yeah. It that like way. they did with. Yeah, like they did with Appetite. They're like a year late to the 30th anniversary, but they could have done that with Chinese Democracy. Oh, yeah, it's like we're a year late to the 10th anniversary, but here's some shit you never heard. I mean... i would have been insane. I would have bought that. I'm a huge, like, Chinatown fan. Like, I would have bought the whole box set and make it look nice with the friggin' alternate artwork and everything. Yeah.
1: But I don't know. I, I and, and that's 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 my god-honest answer. And all this, everything I'm saying now is just speculation. Uh, I haven't spoken to the man in years, many, many years. And, um, as bad as things got between us and as bad as it pisses me off to say, or to even feel, uh, Just because of the personal shit that went down between us. I just can't help but feel bad for the guy. (laughs) Like, he's got tattoos he can't wash off. He's got a baby that, you know... I didn't even meet his baby. Like, that's how long it's been. This is how I found out he had a son, which, you know, props to you. I know know that that was uh, a dream of his. Uh, He does love his children. I'll give him that he's he he you can't you can't take that from him um and everybody's saying he don't give a fuck about his family that just shows that you you know you don't you don't know him I mean Hmm. I think he does give a fuck about his family he does give a fuck about his kids I, I I know he does he's got to but uh yeah, the the moral of the story is quit fucking asking me about this because I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't even there. I haven't spoken to the guy. Uh, I mean, if he wants to talk to me, he knows how to get in touch with me. But mm-hmm. obviously he does not. And uh, I mean, it's fine. It's all mm-hmm. good. Best of luck to you. Good luck actually enforcing that one, Team Brazil. Cause I yeah. have a feeling he's not seen his last GNR show, especially mm-hmm. if I know Rick.
0: You know, yeah. At the end of the day, he's you know he's one of us. He's he's a diehard yeah. GNR fan who would you know be, who loves this fucking music, would do anything for this fucking band, and just supports the every living shit of them in any way.
1: The fact that he drove all of that way to get his hands on these songs. That he knew nothing about. Because they hadn't leaked yet. He didn't know what the fuck he was getting. Yeah. He could have been getting ripped Mm -hmm. off.
0: Yeah. Could be getting some other shit.
1: How many of you would have done that? And don't say you fucking would. Because I promise you. Promise you you would have been saying just email me the shit. Especially I would have been. If if his story is true and all he got was a fucking thumb drive. I would have been pissed. (laughs) I'd understand paying $15,000 if you get the original hard CDs in your hands, but you just get a goddamn thumb drive.
0: Like, what the fuck? fuck <laughs> really?
1: Fuck you. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a fuck you right to the face.
1: Yeah, so whoever the guy was, I don't know. Fuck that guy. Yeah but I don't know. I don't know the story. I don't know what's going on. All I know is is I've been enjoying some new music lately just like everybody else. And Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Don't know. That's my answer. Don't
0: know. Yeah, man. And apparently there may be more. More of these leaks coming. Who knows, man? So there's still some shit out there.
1: Yeah, I think we talked about that. Wasn't there isn't there some other shit out there that that, that hasn't been discovered yet?
0: Yeah, well there's the 2002 like VMA rehearsals it's out there but uh, like some hoarders or ho- hoarder or hoarders probably still has it like there's been yeah. clips of it that leaked I saw which is like interesting but the full thing hasn't like fully been out there yet.
1: I've seen the snippets that have leaked and uh I have a very unpopular opinion about the GMA rehearsals and that's uh simply it looks bad. <laughs> like, I I we got enough out of the snippets to know how this rehearsal is going to sound. If it turned out that this rehearsal was just the greatest Guns and Roses performance of all time or some shit like that, um then sure it'd be cool. Uh the rehearsal I was interested in was the one where they were teaching DJ the uh the songs and stuff, and I believe, is that not the one that leaked a couple of weeks ago?
0: Yeah, the uh, the uh interesting titled $5 Craving Box, <laughs> which we plugged on the show a couple weeks ago.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think we just mentioned it. I don't think we actually went into detail as to what it was. That yeah, was those
0: really are imaginary big awesome. sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> but... uh
1: Honestly, that interested me more than anything. Mostly because uh, I liked the way that lineup played things. I know that's not a popular opinion, but I I enjoyed that lineup. And uh, to me, it was real cool to have instrumentals to that. And you know what? Now diehard fans that can sing these songs can go in and record these and uh, have instrumental tracks with that lineup. That's something we never had before.
0: Yeah, that's that's, really, that's a good way of looking at it, actually. I never really thought of it like that, but it was fucking awesome to really think like that.
1: I mean, to me that's cool, because think about it, if you were a singer and you could record a song and you record a vocal track, that's pretty close to coming, you know, to being actually able to play with the band. Yeah. So... I mean, you, you won't get to drop it on the internet, but, I mean, hell, I've got a song or two that I've recorded over the years with various musician friends of mine that have never made it on the internet that are just there for us. You know? Yeah. And, and that's, that's who we made them for. So, hmm. I, I get it. But, uh, with that, let's move into our next segment because we are, we are just chugging along today. I'm going to get out. Oh yeah. Way, that's my final thoughts on that. Uh, I don't have any ill will toward the guy. I I, I to be honest, it's we're fucking grown-ups. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Exactly. There's no reason for us to hold grudges against one another because any of the the bad will that happened between the two of us has been resolved by the fact that we just don't talk anymore yeah problem solved you you know you don't like me I don't like you we we just don't talk and it ain't even that I don't like the guy because we have been through some shit together <laughs> like uh you and me I'll tell you in in private sometime yeah <laughs> but we we have been through some shit and I guess a lot of people know uh, from back home that we've been through some shit. And I guess that's why they're asking because a lot of them don't know that, you know, we don't talk or anything anymore, but, um, that's that. Let's move on. Uh, so, uh, earlier today, uh, we're, we're going to be talking, we're going to be listening to street of dreams in a moment here. And, uh, it turns out that they have never played this on the not in this lifetime tour.
0: Which is a shame, to be honest. Because this is a fucking awesome song. I would love to hear a Slash rip a solo on this.
1: I know, of all songs to cut, why this one? Uh, why? They fucking did Prostitute.
0: Yeah, that was... I mean, that's cool, but like... It's I'd weird. rather probably hear Street of Dreams over Prostitute.
1: Prostitute has been done more on the Not in This Lifetime tour than it ever was done as part of any other tour.
0: Yeah, like... Or during like the... Oh, it was like from 09 to twenty fourteen. It was maybe really played like a handful of times. Four, like less than ten, I think. Four. There you go. <laughs> the, like I was gonna say we covered this in our second episode. We should yeah, fucking you know hold what? this by I now. Keep all
1: of my notes. Hang on, because I do keep all of my notes. Yes, between 09 and fourteen, it was played four times. In Osaka, confirmed. Japan, and Tokyo, Japan, and twice in Las Vegas, which I was there for half of those. But uh, anyway, so I wanted to confirm this uh, just to make sure. So I checked setlist.fm, one of my favorite websites to check out. To Shut get setlists from. And while I was there confirming this uh, information, it uh, they had an article on there that caught my attention. And uh, it's called Five Songs We Want Added to the Not-In-This-Lifetime Set list. And I thought this article came out uh, on October 9th, which was yesterday. So I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. This will be something for us to chat about and uh, see what we think about it. Uh, the first one that they've got on the list, I'm not going to read the article word for word. It's on setlist.fm. Go check it out if you're that interested in it. All I'm going to do is give you the songs they listed. Uh, The first one they list is Back Off Bitch, which was last played on June 7th,
0: 1991. Wow. That was before the the Illusions album even came out.
1: I know. Which is weird, because that means that that the Illusions tour happened. Mm. And... (coughs) And everything. And they never even played this song after Barely. the album leaked. Yeah. Or didn't leak, but released.
0: Mm-hmm. That was
1: back before the internet when things were done the good old-fashioned way. You know, bands yeah. actually put out music.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they put out physical shit. Oh, they still do, but it's not as prominent now.
1: I always, anytime GNR releases something physical, I always buy it. Uh, I'll always buy their vinyls.
0: Well, yeah, I gotta start my vinyl collection with that stuff. But they're just so fucking expensive.
1: Yeah, but... It's not that expensive for me because the bulk of the collection has been done at this point. Mm. Like, the most expensive album I ever bought is paid $600. And that's not even the full amount I paid. That's just the first digit in the three digits of what I paid. But I paid 600 and some other numbers because it's been so long, I don't even remember, for uh, Live Era. I didn't pay that much for Live Like a Suicide, an original copy of Live Like a Suicide. I didn't Jeez. pay that much for it. But Live Era cost me about $600. And the only reason I bought it is because I'd never seen it on vinyl before.
0: Yeah, never buy I. More since. Interesting.
1: So I'm glad I have it. Hmm. That's an album is gets shit on a lot, but I love it. I listen to it a lot. Honestly, yeah, there's some gonna, good... It is good. If I'm going to throw in a Guns N' Roses vinyl record in my record player and listen to it, nine times out of ten it's going to be live era because it's got a good mixture of songs from various records that I like.
0: Yeah, I like a lot of the live tracks on there. Like, There's a few like good standouts that are really good that I like.
1: Oh, yeah. The Night Train, at the very beginning, uh, it doesn't open, it opens with, you wanted the
0: best? Well, they
1: didn't fucking make it, which is not my favorite of the openings that they used to use back then. Was that Slash's guitar tech that used to do that?
0: That was uh, McBob. I don't know if he's his guitar tech, but he, like, works behind the scenes with the band whatever.
1: Well, my favorite one that he used to do uh, was, uh, Of all the bands in the world! This is one of them. From Hollywood, you know.
0: This is one of them. <laughs> yeah. Here's one. There's more. <laughs> that
1: was always my favorite of all the bands <laughs> in the world. This is one of them. Yeah. <laughs> the first time I heard that, it really cracked me up. Yeah. But uh the next song on their list is it tastes good, don't it? And I'm going to check that on our Thing here, and it is not on our list. We're gonna have to add that in there.
0: Definitely, because I have a live version of that somewhere on my computer or hard drive, wherever. I can send you it after.
1: Yeah. What I say? Every time we get down to about a hundred, we add a new one. We're at one, exactly a hundred right now. Uh,
0: it's it just <laughs> it wants to stay at a hundred. It's not stopping. <laughs>
1: Well, I've enjoyed doing I'm enjoying doing this show. So, I guess uh oh, right. I'm actually making history on the air right now cuz this is the first time I think on the air that I've sat here <laughs> and physically added a song to the uh to the lottery.
0: Watch that gets picked now for next week. Rigged. <laughs> <laughs> it's bullshit.
1: <laughs> Which there we go. Guns and Roses. Now we're back at 101. Whoop, whoop. Where we have maintained for a very long time. I feel like every week I'm adding shit to this. We're taking yeah. one away. We'll take a step forward and two steps back. <laughs> but if we, if we don't add another song to this and we do 107 episodes that's a great run for a podcast.
0: Oh fuck yeah.
1: So especially if some of the wild card now see that's a wild card too
0: mm-hmm.
1: so now you've been let in on one of the wild cards that's in there if you listen to this episode uh breakdown is next last played live I, oh uh taste good donut was last played live on July 27th 1988 breakdown mm-hmm. was last played live played live on uh December 31st 1991 Hmm. Another one that was before Illusion came out. Uh, Then they go into the Chidam era with If the World. Uh, April 7th, 2010 was the last time it was played live.
0: I'm not really crazy about that one.
1: Yeah, I mean, it'd be cool if you're there, but Hmm. I, I, I wouldn't take anything away from the show now to add that song.
0: Yeah, no way.
1: Uh, and bad apples, uh, which I totally agree with. I fucking love that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, Five eleven ninety one is the last time it was played. Uh, what about you? If you could add one song right now, what would you add?
0: Ooh, man, it's tough because like I'm going. I'm trying to think back to like uh, user illusion one. There's like oh, there's at least like a handful I can definitely think of right now. Um, I think bad apples. Oh god, no, my world. <laughs> oh, fuck no. <laughs> fuck no <laughs> fuck no that is i'm gonna say it right now spoiler alert it's the worst fucking guns N' roses song of all time i
1: love how everybody no matter how big your gnr fandom is can agree that that song is a piece of shit
0: oh my god the song is like the equivalent of like a, oh god a turd fucking sandwich in audio form
1: it's in our list. There is a My World episode
0: coming Oh, up. God. If that's next, you're just going to hear me cut a one-hour promo just <laughs> shitting on a fucking thing. Oh. I'm fuming already. It's
1: only like a minute long.
0: Yeah, but, like, we got to make it longer than a minute this fucking podcast. <laughs> Fuck.
1: We'll have a lot of shit to talk about in that
0: episode. We'll just put on a loop for, like, ten hours. Like those fucking YouTube videos. Oh, jeez. <laughs>
1: That's how you punish terrorists in Guantanamo
0: Bay. <laughs> yeah, don't play Welcome to the Jungle. Play fucking My World. You're going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why?
1: <laughs> what is this? Why are you doing this?
0: <laughs> this, is, this is already torture as it is. Oh, My World? Oh, fuck. I'll <laughs> I'd try to run the fuck out of there. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I'll
1: say either. But I agree with them on bad apples, though. I really would mm-hmm. like to hear that song live. Uh, yeah. Dead horse is on the alt set list right now, uh, so there's a fair chance we'll get dead horse soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't be there for obvious reasons, uh, yeah. not because I'm banned, but. <laughs> Just because, like I said in the last episode, I, which I don't know if I said or not because I don't remember, because I still haven't edited that goddamn thing yet. Uh, I feel like I've seen it. I felt like last time I went, it was a show I'd seen before. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold out for a little while longer now. But mm-hmm. uh, probably bad apples, dead horse. Um, it was really cool to hear dead flowers when they played it live. That was an awesome one to catch that was a good little rarity um mm. from there here's a good question what song would you like to hear guns N' Roses? like let's say let's say axel still sounded like he did in 92 what song would you like to hear him sing that's a good
0: discussion okay so for talking user illusion Hmm. oh wow I mean, oh fuck!
1: That's a hard question for just on the spot.
0: For just one, if I have like I have like fuck three of them, they definitely could.
1: Well, all right, throw one out, Anyone, I don't care. Uh, all three.
0: One, I think that was barely played. Perfect crime, be fucking awesome to hear.
1: I meant by somebody else.
0: Oh, they're talking like, oh, okay.
1: Fuck. I will remember you by Skid Row. Is the first one that comes to mind. That I one Skid
0: Row song for sure. 18 in Life, I would say, probably.
1: Uh, let's see.
0: Jesse can fucking shriek crazy. like it's 18 in Life
1: to go. Yeah, I'm surprised that never happened as close as he is with Bach. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, if we go forward a little more modern, uh, Shut Up and Dance would be a cool one. Uh oh. uh there was one more I was thinking about uh <laughs> and to me I'm at this point I'm I'm just kinda like laughing to myself because 'cause I'm thinking of shit like Gangster's Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Gangster's Paradise with a Rasp? Wow. That's revolutionary.
1: <laughs> 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 but dude, how cool would that be if that was all I actually did? Like it's still the same song, still Coolio did all the thing. Except uh, when the choir comes in and everything, instead of uh, the... It was Axel Rose. and oh. That'd be pretty dope. <laughs> you gotta admit. It. I mean, it's funny to say. The it. say and the th- it looks funny on paper, but in execution, I think it would be fucking uh, insane. Like, you know how Axel was doing a solo, like an instrumental solo of Goodbye Yellow Brick Road? There for a while. Uh, yeah. That would be cool. If mm-hmm. he actually... Saying that, yeah, that would have been a cool one. Uh, <laughs> "Tongue Tied" by uh, <laughs> what's it? Group Love.
0: <laughs> oh, I think I've heard that one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that to me is just—I've got this mental. I'm like—I'm just going through random songs and trying yeah. to imagine how like funny it would be to hear Axel singing, and then yeah. I'm hearing "Take Me to Your Best Friend's House." <laughs> <laughs> You'd be at a gun show, everybody'd be rocking out. And be, what?
0: <laughs> what the fuck is I don't this know, shit? man. <laughs> kind
1: of like when we got, Wichita lineman.
0: Oh, my God. On the line! <laughs> oh.
1: I guess it's better than The Seeker, anyway, or at least on par.
0: Uh, kind of, yeah.
1: Oh. You got anything you want to add before we start the song?
0: Yeah. I was going to say, to add to that question, I was going to say, we should have it'd be Axel DC, but 92 Axel.
1: Oh, wouldn't that be great? I thought he sounded that would great, be... though. How come he yeah. sounded so good in DC and then does that weird voice in Guns N' Roses?
0: Yeah, I don't think he even tries with Junior that much. I think, like, you start singing, if he wants to actually sound good, I say. Maybe get some more lower register songs and start singing those instead of always trying to go high register and on like half this shit. It doesn't sound good on this high anymore. Maybe he
1: was working for somebody else. Could be. I don't know. I don't Possibly. Because yeah. I have no way of knowing. Yeah, uh, we're
0: not a part of Team Brazil, so. <laughs> All
1: right. So I'm gonna crank this up, and we're gonna play the Rio version.
0: The second time I was ever played live.
1: Well it was the first time we all got to hear it
0: yeah ironically it was called the blues and it was premiered at the House of the blues
1: man if you get to what if you're watching along uh, on uh, video streaming services uh youtube <laughs> look how uh young Tommy Stinson looks
0: look how young everyone looks.
1: Well, to me, like, uh, oh, oh look, Axel's getting pissed. Oh, oh, his shit ain't working, so he's getting the, yeah. the tech to help him. Mm. This might have been at the end of the douchebag days.
0: Uh, they'll still continue on until, like, 2016. <laughs>
1: I mean, I Always can't blame for getting pissed. You've got all these people looking at you, and your shit ain't working right, and it's your job Dude, this, to make sure yeah. it is.
0: The second show with like New Gina and they're playing. Apparently, it was like two hundred thousand plus here in Brazil, which is fucking insane.
1: Yeah, I can't blame him for being pissed, though. Like, yeah, he's the one that's gonna get hit in the face with a beer bottle.
0: <laughs> yeah, this was also the uh, the show of Mister Security Man.
1: Yes. This is it.
0: Yes. Legendary. <laughs> we should cover this whole show as like a bonus episode. I'd love to do that.
1: Yeah. That would be a good episode. Do like a be walk good along. thing. For,
0: yeah, or just like talk about the specifics of the show and shit.
1: I have no idea what he said, okay, never mind about just there.
0: Oh, probably just some tech or something. Yeah. Or maybe the band fucked up. Who knows? Man,
1: Robin looks so weird.
0: I'm glad yeah, he there's like, like a this. Proper human now, and then he looked like Jesus in 2006. I was like, "Wait, what the fuck? Did you have like a a fucking hair transplant?"
1: <laughs> Went from Marilyn Manson to Jesus.
0: Yeah, holy shit! Like Hollywood oh. Jesus.
1: <laughs> Hollywood Jesus is that like Hollywood oh. Hogan? <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, there's actually like a legit Hollywood Jesus, like some dude who dresses up as Jesus somewhere in Hollywood. And he, he's
1: I was going like, to say, if you read far enough into the Bible, Jesus actually has a heel turn <laughs> and starts calling he was the third man, <laughs> Hollywood Jesus, and he starts wearing sun shades.
0: Yeah. I don't know, When And he comes out to Zodiac as his entrance music. <laughs> I gave
1: up on that book a little too soon. I should. I should have kept on reading. It sounds like.
0: <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh, this episode's getting demonetized. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there we go. We can add some gospel songs to the list of songs that people randomly shit. sing. They just gospel break covers into, of Guns like, of Roses or some shit for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Def Leppard version. The one they play at church. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like, you know how Travis Trent went religious? Or was it Travis Trent that went religious halfway through his career?
0: I think. That, I don't know.
1: If that had been Axl Rose, how horrible mm. Chinese democracy would have been. He would have been
0: born again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. I gotta be honest with you, I don't remember this version being as bad as it is.
0: Yeah, it, there's better ones. Like um, The House of Blues one is really good. Um, there's a few from O2 that are really fucking good of this song.
1: I am noticing the background video that's playing on the stage. Uh, <laughs> they've sure gotten better these days than they were back then. Yeah. It looks like when you was on old school Windows Media Player and you would just pick a random... Uh, random effect <laughs> yeah alright now that that bullshit's over with let's listen to the good version turn it down cause it's making me watch an ad and they're not paying us but <laughs> yeah god damn it I mean it was cool that there was something new at that time so you know yeah. I guess I could forgive it a lot more yeah
0: very little but we got there was like a handful of songs
1: yeah kinda like it is now well, we got yeah. perhaps we got the Mac Daddy song, we got... Uh...
0: <laughs> Hard School, finally, Atlas.
1: Yeah. Oh, man, I have so much I want to say about all those songs. I will say the orchestras are uh, really good in this song, but... Yeah. I'm confused, because uh... if you look at the credits... <laughs> uh... It's got, I'm going to crank this down for just a 2nd that It's got a synth orchestra and then a real orchestra. Mm-hmm. Who does yeah. both? Why do you, why, yeah. why? I don't understand why you need both, but uh, anyway, they do. Uh, let's yeah. look at the credits. Axl Rose on vocals, uh, mm-hmm. Buckethead and Robin Fink on lead guitar. Uh, Paul Fortis and Bumble on rhythm, Tommy on bass and backing vocals, Brain on drums, Mm -hmm. Dizzy Reed on piano, keyboard, backing vocals, and synth orchestra, and Mother Goose Pittman on synth, sub-bass, programming keyboard, synth orchestra, and towel.
0: Yep. (laughs) I I was like, wait, what did you just all fuck?
1: (laughs) It says that right there, yeah? Yeah. And listen, if you listen right here, you can hear the towel real good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you hear like a wisp in the wind.
1: Yeah, that's the towel. <laughs> Speaking I'm glad of Chris he's Pittman. Else.
0: Yeah. He's apparently rehearsing with Tool, apparently. I saw like I saw like he posted some shit on his Instagram with Tool.
1: Good. I'm happy for him. I don't so know. That's pretty cool. I like Pittman. Like no, nah, I don't know about like what he did musically. He's just always been really nice to me. Like yeah. to me, when we went to that uh, that after show in uh, Vegas, and he came up, he was drunk, and he came <laughs> up and he hugged me, and he like I didn't have a name tag on, I didn't have no, but he knew who I was. Like he called me by my name and like hugged me and was drunk as fuck. And uh, to me, that was one of the coolest parts is that like without any kind of prompting, he just knew my name. Mm -hmm. Because for a while there, I didn't really believe it was actually him I was talking to. Yeah. Which probably helped uh, loosen my tongue on some of the things I said to him because I thought it was... uh, Well, since we've already said his name once, I thought it was Rick fucking with me.
0: Nope. (laughs) Yeah, man.
1: I love but, this song. Yeah. I will
0: say. Oh, I love it so good.
1: Lyrically, it is a masterpiece.
0: It's strong. It's like November rain, but in half the time. No doubt. That's what I feel like. Oh, hang on. this is my favorite.
1: Here comes, here comes I love that shit.
0: Oh, it's it's great.
1: It's kind of a hateful song, if you really think about it. But it's a very mm. passionate, emotional song. Yeah. Like, if this song doesn't give you the feels, you just don't have a soul. That's just all there is to it.
0: Oh, it's given me the feels over the last ten plus years okay. I've listened to this, so. Definitely.
1: And we won't be comparing Slash's version of it, uh, because there's nothing to compare as of the time of this recording. Yeah. Maybe they'll do it before we finish this podcast. And we'll Who knows? It up at that point,
0: yeah. Like what we said, could do, fun. actually. Sorry, right. interruptions. So what That's we could on. do, we can compare the the blues, like that, like oh one oh two version to the studio album version. You can see, you can put a poll like that, and see which see. one far is a.
1: That's not really fair, though. That's like mm-hmm. that's like putting a little kid that's in karate class up against Mike Tyson.
0: Yeah, Have but a- there's like minor differences that kind of make that song a little different. Maybe it's a now,
1: If you think it's a good idea, we'll do it. And let's let us know what you guys think. We'll throw that up on
0: Twitter. Yeah, or Instagram. We could probably put an Instagram poll. Just like do like a one day thing for that.
1: Sure. What well, I don't care. Do your thing, man. You were yeah. the king of the social media. This
0: I'm the stuff. social dude. We're gonna get in some more shit soon, so don't worry. Uh,
1: as you stated, it debuted. All I was gonna say was just to reiterate a couple of things. Anyway, mm-hmm. it debuted at the House of Blues on one one oh one, and was released as a single on three fourteen oh nine. About a year after the goddamn album came out, they finally released a single. That, that makes oh. sense.
0: Yeah, it was like it was like. Five to six months, but like not a year. It was a few months. Yeah, the only real official single actually was Chinese Democracy from this album. Huh. This was what technically happened? a promo single. Oh. Yeah, it was a promotional single. They just like sent out to the radio, or whatever. It's like, oh, here, play this shit, whatever.
1: Play the shit, whatever. You know. That's yeah, it, it wasn't released <laughs>
0: as a commercial single, so which is weird. That's
1: Exactly how it went down. I wonder if there's any differences in the commercial single. I've not actually heard it. Hmm. I mean the song. Well, it's radio length. It is already. It's four minutes and forty six seconds. So, yeah, it's already radio friendly, which is one of the big problems. Which I is not many songs are very radio friendly.
0: Mm, yeah. And, and
1: where would they play it in two thousand and fucking what eight? I mean, classic rock don't want it because it's not classic rock. Modern rock don't mm. want it because it's Guns and Roses. Yeah. So.
0: silent I mean, radio.
1: You know, it probably is gonna be your best bet, but who wants to yeah. really pay for radio? I can't wait till somebody figures out how to bootleg satellite radio.
0: <laughs> oh, it's definitely worth it, though. I gotta give you that; it's fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, it's just so damn expensive man. I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, I can get on YouTube and hear any song I yeah.
0: want, right? that's true i feel like discovering music on satellite radio is so much better than like terrestrial radio because like on yeah on terrestrial like fm radio they're just like oh here's the same shit every hour on a fucking loop and it's like yeah. how are you discovering new music it's the same shit where i put on like a fucking sirius xm i'll throw on like a i throw on like hair nation or, like ozzy's boneyard and i'm like oh fuck here's some shit i haven't like i've never heard of like a band I've never heard of i don't really know much of like certain hair metal bands whatever i'm like oh it's good shit shazam this and like put it on my playlist or whatever
1: yeah that's how i am with spotify mm-hmm. i do that a lot like spotify is all the time giving me shit i've never heard and uh i mean i gotta be honest with you though uh have you heard uh i got to thinking about this a while ago with all the talk of leaks and things we're getting back off topic for a minute but uh you remember a few years ago when that leave me alone fake clip leaked and it turned out to just be some fucking guy on youtube
0: I I heard about the situation, but I never heard the actual like fake snippet, whatever.
1: Well, the snippet's from a song called "In My Darkest Time" by a guy whose name I will butcher if I even attempt to pronounce it, mm-hmm. and uh, it's really fucking good. And I, I mean, it's mm-hmm. little shit like that is just like discovering shit on my own, on especially even on on YouTube. Like they'll throw they'll throw me a curveball every now and then, and I'll hear something like, "What the fuck is that?" Oh, that's actually pretty good. But uh, mainly from doing you know, just listening to the occasional shuffle letting mm. YouTube or Spotify even do its thing while I'm working, is the best way to discover music for me. yeah, but I don't pay I, for serious.
0: Yeah, those are all I would say that there are also good avenues for that shit too like I agree, like satellite, Spotify, yeah, YouTube to an extent.
1: Oh, well. You want to push the button?
0: Yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. Let's see what we're going to do next week. Drum roll.
1: One, of grace.
0: Oh, ho, ho, ho. okay.
1: It's finally happening.
0: Wow, we got our first leak.
1: Yep. Oh shit. How? This is awesome. interesting. How are we we're gonna have to figure this out?
0: Yeah, oh my gosh.
1: We're gonna have to talk this week before we go to yeah. record this and figure out how yeah. we're gonna go about it.
0: I think we should do like a listen along style. So it's like
1: you the do listener. listen-along, Like if you've got it, you can listen along.
0: Yeah, we'll just have it muted, but we'll like intercut here and there, whatever. <laughs> I think.
1: This is gonna provide this is gonna be an interesting uh interesting week. So what the fuck are we even gonna say about it? We know nothing about this song.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah, it's like a a meh amount.
1: Uh well we've got a week to figure it out, so
0: Yeah. Or if not, well this is the end of the podcast, so <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't do it anymore. <laughs>
1: Oh, I just realized we haven't plugged any of our shit. Um, yeah.
0: Oh, that's true. Wow. We're having too much fun here. We can't even plug our own shit. That's good. I know,
1: right? Uh, yeah. Chris, you should probably do that while while we're still on the air before we get kicked off next week.
0: Yeah. If you want to, uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Both are at guns, the letter N radio pod. We're going to be putting like some content on there. I'll uh, be posting some funny G- Axel memes on Instagram because those get a lot of likes. I'll uh, <laughs> we'll be posting polls on both Twitter and Instagram. We'll be reposting stuff from the shows, uh, other sorts of like old school content, and like other sort of photos from from about the history of the band. So
1: I love how the Axel meme thing started with that one that I made you. It just sit just for you.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's like our most like photo I think right now. It's got <laughs> almost like forty likes. I was like, oh shit. It, like, the profile reaches insane on this
1: oh man but definitely yeah. thank you guys for listening uh, and uh, we'll see you in, in uh, two weeks when all of our episodes will be released exclusively through the chairman because that's going to be the only place
0: <laughs> yeah with a new poem every week that'll rock your socks off
1: <laughs> oh, I wonder if he would write us an intro
0: I wonder if he, oh if he, we should we should
1: <laughs> hey, chairman! You if you're listening, uh, let us know by sending us a uh, poem.
0: <laughs> yeah, send us a WeTransfer link or something. <laughs> Anything.
1: We'll read your poem on the on on the air. Dramatic poem
0: have, readings. I'll be forward. Yeah, floored. yeah. dramatic a- poem readings only on Guns and Radio podcast. <laughs> I love it. That's oh my god! It's great.
1: Oh, so tune in next week when we'll fall from grace with state of grace
0: oh <laughs> <laughs> and we'll probably get demonetized and sued so uh
1: yeah but we're not actually now I will say this we will not play that song on this show we cannot do it
0: absolutely can't
1: <laughs> that's what we do so we're going to have to figure it the hell out so uh, no time like the present uh, uh, yeah you ready to go home
0: yeah we are a <laughs> spent year, man we're good
1: I knew this was going to happen eventually oh man uh, but okay we'll see you next week
0: hopefully <laughs> If we're not caught up in another lawsuit.
1: <laughs> Unless they take preventative measures to to keep us from releasing it. I've already said we're not going to play the song.
0: Yeah. So, Team Brazil, we're not playing this, okay? FYI.
1: We're going to review it. We're going to talk about it.
0: Yes. Uh, but we can't play it.
1: Yeah, we can't play it. Sorry. Yeah. Not yet.
0: You have to find your own ways to find that shit, so.
1: Yeah. all right well good night everybody
0: all right see you next week peace